Mike Dell's World number 155. Quit screwing around with that thing. You found Mike Dell's world.
And that was Kevin Reeves with the song called Shine. And I'll tell you a little bit more about uh, Kevin here in a little bit. Uh, he's a local here now, uh, much to my surprise. I think I said something about that uh, in previous podcasts. Hey, I'd like to uh, welcome everybody, uh, especially all the new BlackBerry listeners. I really don't know how uh, how this all happened, but it uh, seems I'm pretty popular with the, uh, with the BlackBerry listeners. So uh, if you're listening on a BlackBerry, uh, t- tell me how you found out about uh, Mike Dell's world there uh, on your BlackBerry. I'm a former uh, BlackBerry user, or should I say a recovering BlackBerry user? <laughs> and uh, But I just noticed in the statistics that, uh, that a fair number of new listeners are out there uh, using the uh, BlackBerry program, and I can't remember the name of the program right off the top of my head, but uh, yeah, anyway... So uh, anyway, hey, GoToMeeting is is back as a sponsor of Mike Dell's World. And, uh, you know, there's the old way to meet for business over the phone or in person, but there's a new and better way. Meet clients and colleagues online with GoToMeeting. GoToMeeting is like meeting in person, but less time-consuming and less expensive. Start your meeting with just a click and everyone can see your desktop on their computer screen, or you can uh, switch it over and you can see their desktop on your computer screen and you can sort of pass it around. It's really cool. So they can follow along as you move from page to page. You use GoToMeeting to host sales presentations, product demos, training sessions, you know, even troubleshoot grandma's computer. Uh, It just works out really good. You can even collaborate on documents because uh, you can give them control of your computer, or you can take control of their computer, with their permission, of course. But uh, anyway, go to meeting, brought to you by Citrix. You can host as many meetings as you'd like for one low flat rate. And I use GoToMeeting. Uh, it's, it is awesome. Like I said uh, in previous podcasts and previous ads for GoToMeeting, uh, I use it, uh, you know, at least a couple times a week, and it's it's the best thing going. Uh, you know, all I got to do is uh, generate a, a meeting, send a link, you know, however, either email or through, uh, you know, some IM client or whatever, and uh, pretty much instantly uh, everybody's up and running, and uh, we can work on each other's uh, Computer, uh, however you want to set that up, but uh, GoToMeeting is uh, is probably the the best, you know, a collaboration software like that that uh, that I've tried. You know, I remember the old uh, was it NetMeeting that came with Windows, and uh, of course, uh, behind all that, Citrix uh, actually is is the one behind all that. And uh, also Windows uh, Remote Desktop and all that. That's that's all licensed to Microsoft through Citrix. So anyway, give it a give it a try. My listeners can get a GoToMeeting free 30-day trial. That's one month of unlimited online meetings for free. 
For this special offer, you must go to gotomeeting.com slash techpodcast. That's gotomeeting.com slash techpodcast for your free 30-day trial. So anyway, hey, uh, you know, I mentioned Kevin Reeves is now a local, and I did uh, I did mention that a couple podcasts ago. I think I played uh, one of his songs. I uh, don't remember which one I played, but uh, they're all pretty good. And uh, had a chance to uh, meet up with with Kevin a, a couple of weekends ago over at uh, a little place called Kilkenny's uh, Irish Pub here in Traverse City. And uh, to describe Kilkenny's would be very similar to describing my little dungeon studio here at uh, Mike Dell's World. Uh, Kilkenny. Well, well, let's let's start out. Uh, North Peak Brewery. It's a uh, brew pub restaurant. <clears throat> Excuse me, in Traverse City, and it's in an old factory building. Uh, you know, from the 1920s, uh, somewhere around there it was the uh, Traverse City Oval Wood Dish Company. <laughs> That's a weird thing, isn't it? Oval Wood Dish. But anyway. This old factory building, it's a four-story uh, factory a building made out of the old uh, sandstone-colored bricks, uh, you know, kind of, you know, I don't know, multicolored beige-brown bricks. But uh, this, this four-story building, it's about a block long and about a half a block wide, and uh the uh, brew pub and restaurant is on the first and second floors, kind of in between. I don't know. It's kind of hard to describe, but it's called North Peak Brew Company. And they opened a uh, an Irish pub in the basement. And in the basement there, you can see the old, uh, you know, rough sun, wood beams and floor joists and, and all that. And you can see all the electrical and plumbing and stuff in the ceiling. They didn't uh, try to hide that. And anyway, Kilkenny's is, is kind of a neat place. I had never been in there, but uh, Kevin and uh, I forget what the name of the band that he plays with, but uh, Kevin was, was down there playing a live gig, and uh, my wife and I went to uh, dinner there at uh, North Peak. And, oh, by the way, they have the best, or almost the best. I don't know. I, I'm going to have to go back to Vegas to, to find out whether or not it's the best. But uh, it's a German dark lager. Uh, very uh, chocolatey, uh, thick beer. It's kind of, I don't know, it's about the color of, of uh, black coffee. But uh, anyway, <laughs> great stuff that they brew right there on site. But uh, we, we had dinner upstairs there at uh, North Peak and then uh, went down and hung around Kilkenny's waiting for Kevin and the, and the band there to start playing. And and uh, Kevin showed up about uh, 45 minutes before the uh, start of the, the live show and we, we had a nice chat with him and and got to know him a little bit. I'd never met him in person. We corresponded a bit on uh, Twitter and 
and uh, emails and whatever. But uh, so anyway, we we hung around for the show for I don't know two three songs anyway, uh, and uh, they, they put on a heck of a show and. You know, Kevin was right in there. Uh, he plays the the keyboards and and sings and does really good. The the album that I played the uh, that song Shine off of is called. Uh, uh, let's see, it's about time. So, and that was uh, help or the the producer or I don't know if Slaw was wasn't the producer, but he played guitars and. Uh, had a lot to do with the uh, album. Got the uh, liner notes here. Let me uh, bring those up. And uh, yeah, so the drums, bass, and guitars were recorded at Ajoria Sound Room in Greenville, Illinois, in August of 2005. Guitars, vocals, and keyboards recorded at Tracton Studios in Antioch, Tennessee, in August and January. August through January. 2005-2006, guitars, drum, programming, mixing, and mastering at Beharp Studios in Astoria, New York in October, and that was uh, by Slough. Uh, Slough is uh, another Podsafe music artist uh, that I actually met out in California three years ago at the uh, Podcast uh, Expo or I don't know what I, they change the name every year, of course, and <laughs> so I don't remember what it was named at that point. But I think it was the Podcast and New Media Expo. I think was what it was called then. But I met Slough out there and uh, met uh, Kevin. Uh, like I said, just a couple of weeks ago. But hey, if you're ever in Traverse City, you, you got to go check out uh, Kilkenny's and and North Peak. Kilkenny's has live music uh, pretty much every Friday and Saturday nights uh, down downstairs in the in the pub, and then uh, in the summertime they have a, a deck, you know, an open deck. But actually, it's it's the old loading docks for the Oval Wood Dish Company, <laughs> and they uh, just sort of fenced it off and. Uh, it's like I said, it's really cool. It's it's in Traverse City's warehouse district, uh, or real close to it. And uh, there's lots of lots of neat stuff going on uh, around there. So if you ever uh, if you ever happen to find yourself in Traverse City, which I've always said that uh, if you find yourself in Traverse City, you either meant to come here or you're really lost because <laughs> it's not really on the way to anywhere. And uh, that's just fine. So, well, hey, since we were talking about Slough, I think I'm gonna gonna play a song by Slough. Uh, I, I do have uh, lots more uh, things. Uh, sorry, I missed uh, the beginning of last week. So this is almost two weeks uh, out from my last podcast. But uh, I said had lots of go lots going on, and uh, like I said, I'll explain. Uh, after uh, this song here uh, this is slough and the, and the name is or the name of the song is cold one seems like when 
in two Half of me dying The other half trying To figure out just what I should do Love has left me standing here Alone to face my deepest fear I brace myself as clouds unfold Remembering what I've been told It's gonna be a cold one this year Gonna be a cold Tears are turning into snow Now I'm praying That she'll be staying But she left a long time ago Loneliness and sorrow loom As I walk from room to is a member of the Blueberry Network. Blueberry. No ease. That's Blueberry. B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. Blueberry dot com. And that was Slough playing Cold One. And that's available over at music dot 
Mevio.com, otherwise known as MusicAlley.com, or the PodsafeMusicNetwork.com, and I believe that Music.PodShow.com also works, but uh, yeah, that's a long story. And by the way, uh, if I hadn't mentioned it before, I'm glad to hear uh, Adam Curry's back to doing the daily source code, and uh, hopefully uh, he'll keep on doing it. He did one uh, last Friday, and uh, so he seems to be uh, sticking with it. I don't think it's daily anymore, but it it is the source code. So, anyway, said I was busy. Well, I've been busy with lots of stuff. Uh, one of the things, uh, was it Saturday, Kathy and I uh, you know, got up, and one of the things we were going to do is get our barbecue grill set up for the summer and you know we stored up on the on the deck with uh you know on the cover and we were going to move it down to uh alongside our sidewalk like we've you know always had it kind of right outside the uh, back door and there's like a sidewalk that runs along the house and and we'd been parking it uh you know in the sand next or in the you know dirt next to the uh, walkway I got to thinking, I said, well, why don't we run over to Home Depot, get some more uh, of those uh, paver blocks and, and you know, make a little pad for it. So that's what we did. Went over there and got eight of these uh, 12 by 12 inch uh, patio blocks and we get home and make, you know, make it, uh, you know, four across and two deep. And that was enough for the grill, but then... You know, Kathy says, well, you know, it'd be really kind of nice if we went, you know, two more this direction and one more the other direction. So uh, I go back to Home Depot and pick up uh, another, uh, what was it, uh, 10 blocks to uh, do that. And then uh, we got to thinking, well, geez, you know, we could fill in over here and uh, and do this and do that. And so... Sometime this week, I got to go back over there and get about another 50 blocks, but uh, we're going to have a nice uh, nice little impromptu patio, and it's not uh, too expensive, and <laughs> so that's quite the, quite the big project. The other project uh, that I'd been working on is uh, getting my pedal bike set up for uh, me riding it to work and uh, hauling my stuff around on it, and all that. Of course, last year, um, by the way, if you hear a fan noise in the background, uh, I'll tell you about that later, but uh, that has to do with the APRS system I uh, uh, installed uh, last week, another one of my projects. But anyway, back to the pedal bike. Uh, some of you that might have heard that I, I had my uh, bicycle uh stolen uh last year uh somewhere it's out of the garage but uh you know sometime last not last fall but a year ago fall so last summer uh while we were out camping in gaylord uh, we went into town and uh i picked up another bicycle uh, kind of a spur of the moment thing but really didn't uh get it all set up to where i can ride it at night you know i gotta have uh, lights and Get a little luggage rack for it so I can throw my uh, backpack on it or or whatever and, or haul stuff around a little bit with it. 
So, uh, on one of my trips to Home Depot, I uh, swung by Walmart, which was right next door, and picked up a, a bike rack and, you know, one of those luggage racks that go behind the seats. And picked up some lights and all that. So, uh, spent uh, yesterday afternoon, that's Sunday, this is Monday, in case you're listening to it some other time. So, uh, since it, Walmart was open on, uh, on Sunday, uh, Easter Sunday, I went ahead and uh, picked up all that stuff and spent a little bit of time getting the pedal bike ready. I, I actually need to take it over to the Schwinn shop and and have them uh, adjust the uh, brakes and and the uh, shifter. Uh, it's not quite right. It's it's rideable, but it's not quite right. But I want to spend more time on the bicycle. I actually had toyed with the idea of. Trying to spend an entire week, actually I wanted to spend a whole month, but I think a week is more realistic, uh, not riding in any cars or trucks or anything like that for an entire week. Uh, Since I work, you know, a mile or so away from the house, I don't see any reason why I couldn't do that. So we'll see. Uh, More updates on that in the future. The other uh, thing was... uh, my folks it seems seem to be having a, a little bit of technical difficulties with uh, several things. <laughs> One was their MacBook, and it took me a little while to troubleshoot this. But uh, you know, their MacBook would just randomly stop, slow down, lock up. You know, to where they had to reboot it and all that, and and it took me a little while to figure it out. But it ended up being their hard drive was dying. It didn't come up and say so, but it definitely uh, was the hard drive. And and what finally did it for me is I thought, well, heck, let me uh, take the the hard drive out of my MacBook, which is the exact same model. In fact, they're like three serial numbers apart or something like that. So it's the exact same model MacBook. So I popped the hard drive out of mine, which is pretty easy. Popped it into theirs, and uh, it didn't didn't appear any different than mine, you know, as far as uh, it just ran and ran, and no lockups, no slowdowns, no nothing. So I, I determined it was the hard drive, so went up to uh, Best Buy and got them a, a replacement hard drive. Actually, the smallest one I could find, because they only had like 26 gigs of stuff on, on that MacBook, they don't use it for anything but uh, surfing the web and whatnot. But anyway, uh, the smallest one I could find was 250 gigs. But anyway, we got that uh, replaced and got all the software reinstalled and got them up and running. The other thing with them uh, is uh, my mom has a, a Toyota Highlander. I think it's an 04 or maybe an 03. I don't remember. But, uh, you know, it's a little SUV. And she pulls it into the garage a couple weeks ago. And and uh, she comes out in the morning and the whole garage floor underneath her truck is just saturated with what looks like transmission fluid. Well, they didn't uh, do anything with the car. They, they had it towed, you know. Because obviously something was seriously amiss. And uh, 
anyway, they get it down to the shop and, you know, my dad used to work there at the Toyota garage. Uh, he was there for 40 years. <laughs> but anyway, uh, get it down there and uh, come to find out they blew a head gasket. So they uh, dismantle the engine a little bit and uh, and also determine that it uh, it fried the engine. So not only did their MacBook hard drive die, but uh, they blew an engine in their in their Highlander. Well, Dad uh, looked at that and said, "Well, you know, we'll definitely fix the Highlander." But uh, and uh, anyway, they got talked into buying a brand new. Uh, Toyota Corolla S, because I wanted a small car anyway, so <laughs> so she's got her brand new uh, 2010 Corolla S, and and uh, they're getting the Highlander fixed. I guess it's uh, partially under warranty. I, I didn't get the uh, whole uh, story behind it, but it was something in the engine block that uh, actually pushed the head up to cause the uh, head gasket to blow, and cause all the problems so so Toyota was paying for a little little over half of the engine replacement which that's a good thing and uh, you know especially since the car's out of warranty and I think it's got like 135,000 miles on it or something like that so <laughs> pretty good that Toyota stands behind their stuff and of course, you know, with all the bad press that Toyota's getting lately, uh, right now is a perfect time to buy one, and uh, and they're uh, bending over backwards to uh, to make uh, everything right. You know, with even with the older cars. So anyway, well, I think I'm gonna play another Kevin Reeves song. I'm gonna play the title track off of that uh, CD. It's uh, the song is called or the song and the CD is called It's About Time.
jump across the lake of fire If it meant that all my dreams were realized I said that was the title track off of the CD, It's About Time, by Kevin Reeves. Let's see, I got kind of a a bummer thing that happened uh, last week. I found out a good friend of mine from, well, I call the way through, from elementary school on through high school, uh, my friend Brad passed away uh, towards the end of the week before last. And uh, apparently he had uh, some sort of of disease, uh, guessing some sort of cancer or something. I hadn't talked to him in uh, probably twenty years, but uh, he was he was local. But uh, we just sort of lost touch. But uh, like I said, I found out that he had passed away. Actually, uh, uh, rumor has it he uh, committed suicide, but uh, it sounded like. He had something else going on. Uh, don't know all the details, but uh, that was quite a bummer. Uh, so I remember when we were kids, and like in junior high, his uh, grandparents had a farm about a half mile up the road from where I grew up. And, of course, he was over there a lot. And it was an old uh, dairy farm. 
didn't have any cows anymore, but, uh, you know, they had the barn and all the fields and everything. And uh, we used to take our BB guns uh, out there and uh, try to shoot the, the pigeons out of the barn. We were never all that successful. But uh, I remember spending lots of time doing that, uh, climbing around in the barn and the loft and and out in the back fields of his uh, grandparents' place there. And and uh, so it was, like I said, it was kind of a shock to me that uh, that he passed away. And uh, and also last week, uh, uh, an old, uh, I wouldn't call her a go- girlfriend, but uh, somebody that I had a real crush on, she also passed away. So t- two people from the uh, Traverse City class of 84 passed away uh, within the last couple of weeks and just uh you know makes you stop and think you know 44 years old and you know not super old not uh not not exactly young anymore either but uh, just makes you wonder about the meaning of life uh so tom uh, my friend tom wiles trucker tom there uh, at www.truckertompodcast.com anyway his last podcast from last night is talking about the meaning of life and he played a, a song from uh pearl jam called jeremy and it was all about somebody that had uh, committed suicide in front of in front of a classroom and uh, some news article that uh, that the uh, songwriter and uh, I should know the guy's name, but uh, anyway, from Pearl Jam. But you know, it does make you wonder you know, what the what the heck is going on, uh, and what is the meaning of life, and you know, why are we here? Well, we're certainly not here to off ourselves, but uh, maybe in the case of of certain people and the, the strange thing about uh brad my my friend that uh like i said rumor has it he uh he did himself in but uh, uh the weird thing about that or strange thing about that is his dad also committed suicide about ah, 10 12 years ago something like that uh, his dad was my uh, eighth grade math teacher. And of course, you know I knew him otherwise, and uh, he was a friend of my dad uh, during high school. So that's yeah, kind of weird when that kind of stuff uh, hits home. People that disagree don't discuss; they just yell over each other. I wish I could say what I really think and have people actually listen. Is there any place where people discuss the hot-button subjects of the day without disrespect? Yes, there is. It's called Plain Dudes Radio. What is Plain Dudes Radio? It's a unique experiment in new media. It's a podcast containing real people, real topics, real communication. Who are the Plain Dudes? I work as a bookkeeper. I drive a truck. I'm Mac, and I drive a train. And I deliver pizza and chase weather. And I deliver TV programming at a network television station. What we have in common is respect for each other's opinions. That is our one rule. 
If you want to join this bold experiment, please come and join us at www.plaindudesradio.com. And definitely go check them them guys out. Uh, a lot of them are uh, friends and acquaintances of mine. Well, anyway, I wanted to get off of that uh, that bummer uh, note there. I think I'm going to call this quits here pretty soon, but uh, I did want to update you on my uh, APRS. As I alluded to earlier, that's what that fan noise you hear in the background. i got to remember to uh, disable that when I'm recording, but... Uh, APRS, as I think you might have, uh, we might have discussed before, is automatic packet reporting system. It's a, it's a mode of amateur radio. And what APRS does is uh, you put a GPS and a radio in your car or truck or whatever, and you make handheld versions, and it tracks you. Uh, if you go to mikedell.com and then uh, click on Track Me, uh, of course you'll see my uh, droid tracking. That's a different setup. And then you'll see the old BlackBerry tracking. That's also a, another setup. That's Instamapper, different thing. But uh, you'll also see a couple links there for uh, automatic position or automatic packet reporting system. I've heard it both ways. And that's actually a ham radio in my car. And it every two minutes uh, while it's turned on, it uh, beacons. And it gets uh, retransmitted by things called digipeters. And gets transmitted to the internet via something called an eye gate. Not to be... Uh, Confused with the iPad or the uh, iPod or uh, any of the other i things that are out there, but uh, anyway, the iGate is a system. Basically, it's a radio hooked to a computer, uh, hooked to the internet, and it uh, takes in these little packets of information from these mobile stations or mobile setups hooked to GPSs and retransmits them out onto the internet uh, so that other stations and it can also take information in from the internet so if you uh, if you know sitting here on my iGate computer which runs under Ubuntu it's a program called Exaster uh, in fact it, you don't even have to be a ham you can uh, download Exaster through uh, Ubuntu uh, software downloads whatever that's called the it used to be called the repository, but I think uh, Ubuntu calls it something else now. But you could download Exaster and and uh, follow the instructions to uh, sign up on a on a uh, service that you know downloads ham information from the internet. You don't have to be a ham to to do that much. Now to hook it to a radio, of course, you gotta have your uh, amateur radio license, but. Anyway, I set up one of those eye gates with a, with the help of a, a friend of mine, Keith. Uh, that, uh, in case you guys are familiar with Jim Farley, that's his brother. Uh, but he's a good friend of mine also, and uh, he came over and we uh, 
hooked up a radio to the computer and got the computer all set up to uh, talk to the radio and talk to the internet. So I got a computer behind me, and that fan noise that you're hearing is the radio. Every time the radio transmits, the fan runs for 30 seconds. It doesn't transmit a lot, but you know it does make a little extra noise here in the studio when, uh, when that happens. So that's what you're hearing. But uh, like I said, if you want to see what uh, APRS is all about and see if there's any APRS stations in your area... Uh, go to, uh, let's see, www.aprs.fi. That's a uh, Finnish uh, website, but uh, uses Google Maps. And when it came it comes up stock, you know, when you first sign in, it comes up uh, looking over Helsinki. But you can, uh, you know, just like any other Google Maps, you can search for your area. And... The other thing is, is it uh, only tracks the last hour. If you don't see much going on in your area, you can pull down that menu and track, uh, you know, up to 24 hours. So, you know, just to see if there's any APRS stations driving around your area. <laughs> and it is kind of cool. It leaves kind of a, a trail. And each point on the trail, you can uh, hover over it, and it'll show where the uh, radio signal went. And if you follow it to its end, you can find out how it got to the Internet. But uh, anyway, that's what I put up here is a, an eye gate. And if you want to find me, it's N7LMJ. That's November 7, Lima, Mike, Juliet. And uh, that's my call sign. Uh, you can track, you know, you can track or you can see what, what you know, see my eye gate with that call sign. And then uh, if you want to track my car, it's N7LMJ-9. But if you go to uh, APRS.FI, you can, and then you look for my call sign, you'll find both. And there might be a third one uh, at some point. I think I'm going to put another uh, APRS setup in, in uh, my pickup, but uh, that hasn't happened yet, but it may. So with that, I think I'm going to call it a, call it quits here. And uh, as I said before, if you uh, have found me using the BlackBerry application, I'd really like to know uh, how you found me there because uh, like I said I've seen a, a significant growth in uh, in blackberry listeners on my uh, statistics and uh, hey I'd like to like to know some of you guys so guys gals whatever and uh, so uh, please let me know uh, how you found me and uh, a little bit about yourself uh, like I said I'm a recovering uh, blackberry user uh, I'll switch to android but uh, I still love the BlackBerry. I still have a BlackBerry. It's uh, currently deactivated, but uh, <laughs> hey, if something uh, goes wackading hoy with the uh, Droid, I'll be right back on the BlackBerry. Uh, it's a great, uh, great platform uh, for what it is. So, anyway, we'll catch you later, and you can catch me later. <laughs> That's all, folks.